Happy Monday and welcome into the DHNX Sun Devil Show, guys. I am Anthony Toastry. And that guy right there in the corner right there, yeah, that's Eric Ruby. He's doing it all behind the Mac today, guys. Do us a solid here. If you are new, leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Also, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We do this five, sometimes six days a week, talking all things Arizona State. And Eric, you know how we do it. Sometimes we get off the rails from time to time. Never. I've never been off the rails in my whole life. Not a single time? Not once. I'm on the rails 24-7, baby. That's fair. Look, guys, we got a fun show for you today. We're going to be talking college basketball, Pac-12 power rankings a little bit later on in the show, talking about what ASU basketball did this weekend and how there's a matchup that can propel ASU to that number one spot in the Pac-12 standings. We're also going to be talking about two Sun Devils that are set to face off for a chance at a spot in the Super Bowl. My goodness, we're going to have a Sun Devil in the Super Bowl. But we're going to get things started talking about Cooper Perry, the number one wide receiver in the state of Arizona. He had an unofficial visit to Arizona State this weekend. But before we do that, we got a super chat to kick things off. Donald Starting it off hot with a 199 Super Chat. Totri growing his hair out fun. Donald, I love it. Absolutely I'm with it. love it, man. Growing the hair out? I don't know, man. After after Donald and, and some other people were talking about the, the Sam Hartman comp in the in the chat, I was asking some of my friends, I'm like, Do you think I could do you think I could grow out the hair and, and like let it get out to that point? And I'm just like, I don't know if I can get through the the ugly phase of it. Right? I, I don't know if I can do all that. We got Donald here, we got Xdava in the chat, Zendeva, um, love it, absolutely love it. Uh, is, is Zendeva a U of A person too? A U of A? Fan? I think so. I think, I think so. so. Uh, hey, welcome aboard, welcome aboard uh, the ASU PHNX Sun Devil Show. But Eric, let's go ahead. Let's start talking Cooper Perry. Obviously, one of the most highly coveted players in the state of Arizona in the class of 2025. Notre Dame Preps' very own wide receiver who. Let's let's get things clear. He is a hot commodity, not just for Arizona State, but for quite a few schools across the country. Just reading off the offers that he has received thus far. We've got obviously Arizona State, Arizona, Arkansas, Boston College, California, Colorado State, Houston, Kansas State, Kentucky, Louisville, Massachusetts, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Oregon, San Diego State, UCLA, Utah, Washington, and Wisconsin. We got Zendave in the chat saying the number one receiver in the state of Arizona is T-Mac. We're not talking I mean, you about can, college. Sure. You, they, 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 well, they, can have it. they can have it. We're talking high school. We're talking high school potentially uh, moving on to Arizona State. The four-star wide receiver, again, isn't a slouch. Okay, In 2022, had 78 catches for 1,100 receiving yards and 20 touchdowns in 13 games as a sophomore. Again, that's not 2023. That was 2022. Dual-sport athlete also plays lacrosse as well. But... Why we're talking about Cooper Perry is because he visited Arizona State, unofficial visit this past weekend, and you know what, Eric? Tell me. He was at the ASU hockey game, and the football team, there were members of the football team in the student section as well. Dilly was there, and there was a chant. They were chanting Cooper Perry's name at the ASU hockey game in the student section, and my goodness, you got to be feeling the love, right? I think especially for a kid like Cooper Perry, who is, again, the number one wide receiver um, out of Arizona at the high school level, he's going to be having offers all over the place. But to feel that love, I feel like right in your own backyard, kind of sends a message, right? Sends a message that Arizona State is wanting and needing to go out and get some of those 
highly touted Arizona kids. And that's really what Dilly's made a staple in the Valley is trying to keep the Arizona kids home. And if you do opt to leave, make it more of a vacation, less than a permanent stay, right? Because that's what people want. They want to come back to Arizona. And if you're Cooper Perry, we kind of already talked about it before with Cole Martin, right? Leaving the state of Arizona, played that one year at Oregon, and he's back in the Valley. Cooper Perry has the chance to do something real special and be, again, go down as a local legend if he opts to commit to Arizona State. And for Dilly, Eric, I I think being able to keep a kid like Cooper Perry home uh, really sounds the alarm. Yeah, you have to kind of take it step by step, and that's why it's so important with you know, all the kids who are staying in Arizona, who are at ASU now, it's really important to to make sure that their time is worth it. Yeah. And that when they leave, you can point to it and say, hey, see when these other guys stayed home? See when Cole Martin, the number yeah. one corner in the state of Arizona, came back home and how much that helped him? And so, yeah, you kind of need a couple first steps to get that whole run going. And I think we're still in that first couple of steps phase. Yeah. But Heck, why not? Plus, you know, uh, showing out at a sporting event, I would probably venture to say that's the most important football player visiting a local college athletic uh, game this past weekend. I'd say there was no more important football players visiting any other sport like basketball. Let's yeah. Say. Look, man, w- when you talk about Cooper Perry, and I want to get the short buses comment, too, because I think it's funny. How quick will the fan base yell Coop every time he catches a ball? Right. Like those are the things that when you grow up somewhere. As somebody, you know, myself who grew up here in the Valley, like, I I can't even imagine whether you opt to come to Arizona State or even, you know, you go down the 10 and and you end up being a a Tucson, a Tucson person, I guess, which just sounds kind of disgusting to me, but everybody to each their own. Like, that has the chance to, I think, change your life, right, In, in the way you view Arizona State And something that we're going to talk about, you know, maybe not on this show too much, but down the line is when you talk about a recruiting pipeline, right, and what it does. And for Cooper Perry being, again, the number one wide receiver in the class of 2025 here in Arizona, like it doesn't just send a message to other seniors or top players. What it does is it solidifies that spot that Arizona State has at Notre Dame prep. The same way that over the years... Arizona State has kind of firmly taken hold of Saguaro and Chandler, right, locally. Because, hey, you look, Sean Aguano, former Chandler coach, now the running backs coach at Arizona State, was at one point the interim head coach. Same thing with Jason Mons, the tight end coach for Arizona State. Um, He was, again, at one point the head coach for the Saguaro Sabercats. And now you look at the potential to go out there and get a top-ranked player in the state, right, the same way that Arizona State was able to go into Oregon and grab their top tight end prospect and bring him to Tempe, it would be massive to keep Cooper Perry home. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why Kenny going out and grabbing basically like the Infinity Stones of <laughs> Arizona high school football yeah. and putting them on a coaching staff was yeah, really absolutely. important, not just because they're good coaches, but when your whole, I want to say shtick, because it's more than a shtick, but it's the only word that comes to mind. Your whole shtick is... We're going to activate the Valley. We're going to get all these high school kids. We're going to get them to stay home and invest in their own community and then have their own community invest in them. Well, heck, you take guys that like high school football in Arizona has been on the rise the last 10 years and very rapidly the last like five or six. Yeah. And you take the guys who kind of spearheaded that entire movement of turning Arizona into a powerhouse high school football state and then you bring them on your staff. And then you say, hey, 
all this trust that you built in the community, that's not fake at all yeah. because you have to be pretty genuine to be high school coaches at the level that they were yeah. and be regarded as the way that they were as They were well. champions. Yeah, but not just not just champions, but also like just highly regarded human beings yeah. in the community. I, I personally covered Chandler when they won a championship with Conover, so I was able to talk to Iguano, and I was a very young reporter, and he took way too much yeah. time yeah. to talk to me. And, and like these are the type of guys that when you're selling something that's not BS. You're selling a genuine, like, stay here, we're going to invest in you. To be able to keep kids in state and say, look at all these local legends who are yeah. going to be investing in you. So if they can keep Cooper Perry, it's, it's again, a continual domino effect of how many in-state kids can you keep because high school football here is only getting better. Exactly, exactly. And that's something I did want to touch on is, you know, when you talk about high school football in, in the country, Right. Immediately, people say Texas, California is what it is, specifically for position groups. And same thing, Florida starting to get up there as well. But Arizona, I feel like is a is a pretty disrespected high school football, like just factory. I mean, of talent. Part of that is just because I'd say it's relatively recent that they've yeah. really gotten up there. But yeah. I, I mean, heck, man, like look at the NFL level. We're going to talk about Chase Lucas in, yeah. in a little bit. But that's that's a local. Not kid just that, but you, you look at. I mean, you you can really bounce all over, and even guys like a B. John Robinson, right, in the NFL, was playing high school ball uh, in Tucson. Or you look at Denzel Burke, who is the number one cornerback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. He announced that he's coming back to play another year at Ohio State, right? Or the number one cornerback at Notre Dame, Ben Morrison. Like, he was at Brophy. These are kids that were locally right in Arizona and Arizona State's backyard that are going and doing big things. Ben Morrison and Denzel Burke likely first round picks, not this in this year's draft, but next year's draft. Cole Martin. I mean Cole Martin, another he was one. gonna be a starter for Oregon, who would have been one of the best teams in college football yeah. next year. And as a freshman was already playing and making an impact yeah. for one of the better teams in college football. Now he's coming to ASU, who didn't boast that. There's probably talent. won't boast that. But again, Arizona is it's like you're investing, right? Yeah. And this stock has already shown very significant promise, but I still feel like a lot of people are ignoring it. Yeah, it's not the Georgias, it's not the Texases, even the Californias of the world. Those are kind of like the big three yeah. when it comes to high school football. But Arizona is really now, I know that a lot of people don't give it the credit it deserves, but I do believe from a national level it's it's getting there. It's starting to get up there. People are starting to understand it. Yeah, Donald brings up another good point. Ringo. Keely Ringo as well. I know he was at uh, in the state of Washington before coming over and playing the rest of his high school ball um, at Saguaro. But you're absolutely right, right? Yeah, hey, listen, Brock listen, Purdy, man. listen, 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 listen. You can have your opinions on Brock Purdy, as you probably should, but... He's a win away from the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> whether whether he gets there or not, whether he's the best player on his team or not, like that's still a local kid representing yeah. on the biggest stage, like not just college football. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And again, another important part of the conversation with Cooper Perry, I think you, if you want to play the game of, okay, let's, let's say he does come to Arizona State, right? What does that mean down the line for that specific position group? Because as it stands right now, your top wide receivers for Arizona State heading into this season are Elijah Badger, Jake Smith, Xavier Guillory, and Jordan Tyson. Those are your top four wideouts. Well, Elijah Badger's going to the league next year. Okay, Jake Smith, I believe, has one more year of eligibility, but that's if he wants to return as a 27-year-old college athlete, which I would probably assume you don't want to do. 
Right. Hey, man, listen. Listen. We know there are people that do it. We know there are people that do it. Okay, but I I don't think... I think those two are gone next year. Xavier Guillory, I believe, also is done. Okay? So that would leave you with just Jordan Tyson from your top four wideouts. Now, obviously, there's going to be incoming transfers. There's going to be other recruits regardless. But to get a guy like Cooper Perry helps alleviate the pain of losing some of those top wide receivers at the end of this season, right? So for Arizona State, it is a priority and something we talked about a little bit earlier just in terms of the position coaches, right? Sean Aguano with the running backs was at one point a, a you know really, really just respected high school coach here in the Valley. Same thing with Jason Mons. And you look at where Cooper Perry, if you were to go to Arizona State, who his position coach would be, and that's Coach Samp, right? Rashad Samples, at one point with the Los Angeles Rams, and I know there's people in the chat talking a whole lot about Bobby Wade leaving Arizona State for Arizona. Bobby Wade is just, you know, there is a a lot of people that love Bobby Wade here in the Valley, and he's going to go do what he's going to do at Arizona, and, you know, I think he's going to be very successful. But at the end of the day, I think Rashad Samples is a bigger name, um, and, and I think he can just recruit better, to be completely honest with you. He's very well respected, and it's it, in kind of the social media universe of Arizona State University and with Dilly and all the other coaches and whatnot. He, he's a pretty prominent figure, and he is fantastic at recruiting not just wide receivers, but just in general. He's had his fingerprints all over this roster that yeah. ASU is building, and he's one of those guys that I wouldn't be surprised. Three to four years from now, I think Kenny will be here, but I do think yeah. a lot of these assistant coaches will go. probably won't, Yeah, and he is definitely on the top of the list for that. And I'm looking at, let's say this year with this whole scheme, right? What have all the defensive players been citing when they when they transfer to ASU and why they came here? Scheme, yeah. right? Like all the personal stuff and the coach looking out for them aside, football-wise, scheme. On offense, I'm hoping this year, now that the talent's going to be a little bit more steady, it's going to have some more consistency and definitely a lot more talent on it, we can truly see the type of scheme that Kenny's going to run with and how he can get the most out of a guy like EK. Yeah. So that Cooper Perry can look and be like, wow, look how much that wide receiver could thrive in his, yes, running first system, which Dilly does kind of have on his own. So I'm really curious to see how do you get the most out of Elijah Badger and, of course, the rest of your wide receiver core, but mainly him, because when you're recruiting 1A targets, 1A guys, you need to show them that you know how to take care of them. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, Tony, Tony brings up Bobby as a Phoenix boy. He'll clean up all the wide, receiver, wide receivers in Phoenix. And for those of you listening on audio or you're new here, Tony is a longtime Arizona Wildcat. Uh, he's always in this chat, though, so we do appreciate him. Um, I, my, my caveat to that would be you have to look further than just Bobby. Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham. Kenny Dillingham is an Arizona kid, okay? And when I say Arizona, I mean the state of Arizona. He's Phoenix. He is Arizona Cardinals, Arizona Coyotes. He is all Arizona Diamondbacks through and through Kenny Dillingham bleeds the state colors. And I think if you want to talk about somebody being able to keep kids home at any position group, it's Kenny Dillingham. And it's not just keeping kids home, but we talk about it every damn day because I talk to these kids. I talk to these players coming to transfer. And what do they say? Why do they want to come to Arizona state? Well, yes, Kenny is who he is. He's a relatable coach, whatever. But most importantly, what Kenny Dillingham does, apparently better than anybody else in the nation, is he's going to keep it real with you. He's going to tell you exactly the case. Now, Cooper Perry, 
quite literally, could have some of these coaches promising him playing time, could have them promising NIL money. And if that's the case, then maybe he is gone. But what have we seen so far with people that leave the Valley in just, again, a short span? And what happens after year one if they don't get what they were promised? Well, they leave, they enter the portal, and where do they end up going? At least, again, as recently as Cole Martin, okay, playing at Oregon. Well, I think, you know, I think what Dilly does, keeping it real, and where the best fit is, is back home in the Valley. Okay, Relique Brown from USC, right? Was maybe promised things at USC that he didn't necessarily get in his time there. Dilly's going to keep it straight with him, right? He's got energy. Same thing that Marcus Douglas told us last week. Tight end from Florida State, who had experience in a relationship with Dilly when Dilly was in Tallahassee, Right? And why did he come to Arizona State? Not just because of the opportunity at the tight end position, but because he knew that if there was a coach that was going to keep it a buck with him, it was going to be Dilly. And listen, we don't just say that Dilly and all of his staff are going to keep all the kids in Arizona because they're from here. Yeah. Like that is the baseline requisite. Like there are people who are from here. There are coaches that are from here and all of that who do not believe and love and care on that level. Plus you look all along ASU staff, right? These are all guys with local ties and then a few from outside. You can't, you can't have everybody, right? Not everybody's going to have a local Arizona tie, but just the big three, right? Like that's still very, very wide reaching, uh, I don't know, wide-reaching imprint on the Valley than just somebody who's from here. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Who knows? Maybe Bobby Wade. Like, sure, he might be able to keep some Phoenix guys, but I think if you're just looking at, like, hey, who really is the guy that's going to represent this state, that's going to connect with the high school football recruits and all of that, I'm betting on ASU staff far and away over U of A staff. And that doesn't mean that... Purely, they're a better staff, but I do think that that's really important because, like we discussed, Arizona's a hotbed yeah. for high school football talent. No, you're absolutely right. And, and guys and Dave in the chat, 30 in the chat, doesn't Dave affect friends? Guys, everybody we'll in the it. chat, do us a favor, hit that like button. Look, if you're a Wildcat, a Sun Devil, we appreciate you uh, in this chat. Your likes count the same, regardless of the hate. Okay, regardless of the rivalry. Listen, we thrive on hate. We do. You give we us do. all, give us all the hate. I've you said need. it before. I've said it before. Tony knows I'm a hater through and through. But if you call me a hater, that makes you a hater as well. So just we can just, all be haters together. Just understand that. And, and yeah, we can we can hate each other back and forth. But one thing that I think everybody loves is Circle K, guys. They are America's thirst shop, and they've got a new free membership program, and they're going to help you guys save money every single day. Okay, you can save twenty five cents per gallon on your first five Phillips, and if that's not enough, every day after that, they're going to help you save three cents per gallon. And guys. Get every sixth sixth free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and more. Not to mention, they've got great deals on energy drinks. They've always got great deals on gas. I am there literally more than once every single day just because Circle K, it's got everything I need every single day. If you want to meet Anthony Totry, just check off every single Circle K around You'll the Metro Phoenix find me. area. He'll yeah. probably be there. You'll probably find me. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. And when you're filling up on gas, hopefully your next stop right after that is to Illegal Pete's to enjoy some of their amazing food. They are your go-to spot all year long from caterings to gift cards. They have it 
all for you guys. And patio season, in my personal opinion, that's a year-round thing in the Valley as well. Now, of course, it can be it's a, been little a little rainy. rainy. It's that's been fine. A rainy. They got a great full bar inside. Grab yourself a Monday margarita, maybe some tacos, and just have a good old time, guys. They got a full menu with bowls, tacos, burritos, nachos, and like I said, a full bar with custom cocktails and beers. Ring in 2024, okay? With Illegal Pete's weekly deals, kick off the Monday Blues with $3 margaritas all day long or ease your way back into the week with $2 tacos every Tuesday. And if you work in healthcare or education, take your team to lunch at Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy buy one, get one free entrees. And don't forget to unwind after a long day at their happy hour, 3 p.m. through 8 p.m. Every day, Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. I'll tell you what, though, and I'm sure our buddy Donald in the chat can attest to this. Even if it's rainy outside after a couple of drinks, uh, it's still patio season. Yeah. All right. Especially the weather, as long as it's covered, man. Even if it's 60 and rainy, you got a couple in you. It is still patio season. It is always patio season, guys. Look, one thing when it comes to Arizona State that I think a lot of people can really sink their teeth into and enjoy right now is the fact that there are two Sun Devils this weekend going head-to-head for a chance to play in the Super Bowl, okay? We're talking the San Francisco 49ers and Brandon Ayuk, and we're talking the Detroit Lions and Chase Lucas. Two Sun Devil legends, in my personal opinion, and it's funny because they both have, they've had different journeys to getting to where they are at. Right now, a couple more comments in the chat. Tony, Donald is the real deal. No, Donald is absolutely the real deal. I don't know if there is a more diehard Arizona State Sun Devil fan than Donald himself. He really does go hard. And it's beautiful, beautiful to see. But like I said, we appreciate everybody here in the chat. Eric, when we're talking Chase Lucas, we're talking Brandon Ayuk. Obviously, only one of them can play in the Super Bowl, at least with their current teams. Um, obviously two different paths at Arizona State. Chase Lucas had you know, a phenomenal career with the Sun Devils, playing pretty much five seasons, five full years um, for the Sun Devils. And then Brandon Ayuk, just two seasons. And then you had one that was more of an early round pick in Brandon Ayuk, and then the other being a little bit more of a later round pick in Chase Lucas. But somehow they've both found their way here in it's, it's, I think, just great for the Valley. I think, yeah, in two different ways, right? They've both really had to fight to get their spot. Now, maybe Ayuk, you're looking at it like, hey, he was a higher pick, and this was kind of what he was expected to do when he was supposed to do. Because, I mean, at ASU, like, you were there. You were you were covering the team. Like, there, there were scouts who, who were showing up for him, yeah. like, a lot. Like, this this guy was a, was a relatively hot commodity. Yeah. Not first-round pick hot commodity yeah. like Nikhil Harry, but still a hot commodity nonetheless. But once he got into the league, I mean, that dude was in Shanahan's doghouse yeah. for quite some time yeah. to the point where you had to kind of think, hmm, is he really going to be able to put that together? But he fought back, and now he's made his way to be an incredibly important weapon on a team full of incredibly important weapons. And then Chase Lucas, the fight is just maintaining himself, getting himself into the league and establishing him on a spot. But if there's any team that like perfectly captures what Chase Lucas yeah. is and what he brings, it is the Detroit Lions. Like that is such a match made in heaven that you have to think if he went to maybe an organization that was having a different type of approach than what they're doing up there, who knows what it would turn out for him. But yeah. I do think that that match has been really great for him to be able to kind of kickstart his career in a sense. Yeah, and that's what it's been, right? It's again, 
not only are their their jerseys or not their jerseys, damn you, Donald, in the chat for just saying that, but it, it, it's their journeys, right? To be able to go from a guy like Chase Lucas playing all that time at ASU and then having to, you know, almost step on the gas and put in even more work in the league versus a Brandon Ayuk, who, yes, had a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but two years at ASU. Really solid career there. And then moving on to the league, yes, he was in Shanahan's doghouse for just a little bit, but now he's turned into what I would say arguably a top three, number two wide receiver in the NFL. I think that he has a place in the league no matter what. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. You, he's going to earn a contract. Right. When you get to that place where it's not just, oh, in the right system or, oh, in the right time, when you're saying we can drop this guy and we can put him anywhere and he will produce for us, you have reached a certain level to yeah. the league. And his is a more traditional route there. Like you said, a couple years in college, higher round draft pick, you find your way. But a lot of those higher round draft picks, man, I mean— it goes unnoticed because of the sheer amount of draft picks in the NFL, but a lot of them flame out. Yeah. And a lot of them, if they get that opportunity taken away from them early, they do not respond the way that Brandon Ayuk has. And you can argue he's one of the more exciting players to watch in all of football. That dude has big play potential all the time. No, he does. All the time. He absolutely does. Look, we're going to continue talking about it. I do want to get to Alexa's comment uh, just because I see all the hate going back and forth. And, and we're keeping it we're keeping it PG-13, so we'll, we can allow it. Let's talk when y'all basketball and football programs are top 15 at the same time, LOL. Last time I checked, um, the Wildcats just lost like their entire coaching staff. I know you kept your two best players. Congratulations. But let's not pretend y'all are a top 15 team just based off of two guys. You guys have a lot, a lot to go, and I think the pressure on Brennan now is almost more so than it was going to be on Jed Fish heading into year one of the Big 12, simply because, guess what? You keep two great players, and now everybody thinks, ooh, we still have a top 15 team. Uh, no, you don't. That's just, again, my personal opinion, and I think a lot of you guys, Arizona fans, are going to see just how important of a head coach Jed Fish was, whether you like him or not. And as it relates to the basketball team, uh, last time I checked those Pac-12 standings still say Arizona State, Arizona, and Oregon. So let's calm down on the whole let's who's who's atop the Pac-12. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll talk Pac-12 basketball here in a little bit. But again, going back to Brandon Ayuk and, and Chase Lucas, their roles on their teams. Chase Lucas still way more of a depth piece for that Detroit Lions. Um than Brandon Ayuk being pretty much a star wide receiver. He could be propelled into that number one wide receiver spot, depending on what happens with Debo Samuel over the next week. But I think when you're looking at these two and where they go from here, right? Because obviously only one of them is going to go to the Super Bowl. When it comes to Brandon Ayuk and the, the monster that the San Francisco 49ers have, have really built. I think you you bring up Chase Lucas and where he fits, right? What, what, what was the perfect franchise for him being the Detroit Lions? I think the same goes for Brandon Ayuk to the San Francisco 49ers. Having, you know, those two seasons at ASU was productive, was never really the most boisterous guy the way Chase Lucas was, but you knew when he stepped on the field that he was going to be a problem. I had already talked about the fact that before coming to Arizona State, he had an offer from ASU, Alabama tried to get him to flip, and he stayed committed to ASU. It tells you the type of talent that Brandon Ayuk is. Uh, and then on the other side, to your point about Chase Lucas, right, being just one of, if not the most vocal player I have ever seen on a college team. Um, it goes to all the teams that I've ever covered. And really from the day that Chase Lucas got to Tempe, 
I remember my very first practice, and it was a practice I covered at Sun Devil Stadium, and it was Chase Lucas, Nikhil Harry, right? Those were the dudes. And again, it's kind of funny that we're having this conversation about a Brandon Ayuk and Chase Lucas because when that duo of Harry and Lucas got to Tempe, it was the same thing. Nikhil was the guy. I mean, he was. He was the He was. Guy. He was the he was player. first round pick. Absolutely. Guy. And so I remember going over and walking along the sidelines to to go see the the DB drills. And Phil Bennett was the defensive coordinator at the time. Who it, Phil Be- Phil Bennett is old school coach all the way. That was Todd Graham's DC, right? Like I am going to yell at you up and down the field to you either do it right or you quit football. In that first day, man, I will never forget how much Phil Bennett was chirping at Chase Lucas. Even things that he would did right. Phil Bennett was just on his ass. And Chase, Chase again, before he was Chase Lucas' loud defensive back, he was just, he took it. He took it, got back in line, did his drills, got yelled at again, got back in line, did it again. And that's just Chase Lucas, he earned in that level of respect from the ASU coaching staff at a certain point. And that's, you know, who I think Chase Lucas for me, everyone's going to remember Chase Lucas as being that loud guy, but there's just something about that first practice that Chase Lucas, he's he's as much of a soldier and a machine as everybody else that's come through Arizona State to the league. Yeah, he he definitely showed growth, right? And I think that's why a lot of ASU fans really love him. Yeah. Because he showed growth, he got better. And now he is representing on the biggest level, but he still is keeping his hometown roots. And you even see advertisements, no free ads, across the valley using Nikhil Harry and Chase (laughs) Lucas, right? And again, like this is a legacy thing. And all of this also ties back to high school football in Arizona. And now that you're seeing guys who are going out there and are succeeding at the highest of high levels, listen, they came from Chandler. Sean Aguano came from Chandler, was coaching these guys. Like, this is stuff that, like, these high school athletes are going to be more attuned to the Arizona high school football history and all the stuff that comes along with it now that these guys are hitting a higher level. Yeah. And that legacy and all of that, you're going to be like, I want to be like them. I want to be like the guys I see on my TV, not just playing on Sundays, but also in advertisements. I want to be like the guys that have all of these people talking about how great of a person they are. Yeah. How much they invest in the community. Because Chase Lucas is also one of those guys. And there are even guys who haven't made it to the NFL that are really heavily investing in this community. Uh, Jalen Strong is, is a name that comes to mind as well. So, like, I, I really feel like, oh, actually, look at that. Jalen Strong comment right there. Yeah. I was not even noticing that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm just ready. I'm ready for things to turn around with this current state of the football program so we can kind of take a step back and appreciate the journey to get there, but also all the other great things that are happening around the state of Arizona for high school football and then, of yeah. course, college football. And too. I think that's something, again, that Arizona State fans, specifically on the football side of things, can celebrate, right? Can celebrate the fact that you are going to have a Sun Devil in the Super Bowl, right? Now, one of them plays a lot more than the other. Doesn't matter. I think when it comes down to it, they're both going to be Arizona State legends and they're both going to be welcomed back to Tempe. Um, in, in remarkable ways, and they already have, right? Chase Lucas, I believe, was at the Arizona State spring game this past year, I believe. Don't quote me on that one. Um, but, like, th- there is an immediate want for those guys to come back to to the place where they really earned their stripes, 
And Chase Lucas, I'm not going to sit here and say he earned it more than Brandon Ayuk, but his journey is so much, it's, it was so much more of a grind to me. It's just different. Yeah. Neither is better. They both had to work, but it is certainly different how Chase Lucas carved his role out in the league than how Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing about Brandon Ayuk, right, is people talk about Brandon Ayuk as a Arizona State Sun Devil, and rightfully so. And when you talk about their journey, Brandon Ayuk was a Juco kid, right? Going from a Juco, uh, a, a Juco to Arizona State and having the seasons that he did and then eventually propelling himself to where he is in the NFL. Again, I think it's phenomenal that both of these guys are in this spot. Now I'm going to kind of turn the question to you. Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. Oh, rooting for? Or Chase Lucas and the Detroit Lions. I Who's, who's I headed can't. to the Super Bowl? Oh, okay. You want a prediction or who I want to give me for? a prediction. Who's headed to the Super Bowl, Eric? I'm not going to make you choose between the two of like which okay. one do you want to see more. Okay. But my heart yearns for the Detroit Lions to make the Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions. It yearns for the Detroit Lions to make the Super Bowl. That being said, oh no. One thing I've learned in this life, Totri, <laughs> is that you don't get what your heart yearns for. In fact, you usually get, oh, damn. you usually get the opposite, uh, especially when it comes to sports. And I think the San Francisco 49ers are just the better team. You think so? I think they're just the better team. I think that the Green Bay Packers should have won that game. I think the Green Bay Packers played a better game. Yeah, they should, but that's the type of game that, like, if you pull out and you win, then you're going into the next one, and you're like, all right, we need to take care of business because we almost blew that to an inferior team, yeah. and we can't do that again. Okay, you're riding with the Niners and Brandon Ayuk. You, like, Bra- you got Brandon Ayuk headed to the Super Bowl. Yes, and I'm excited for that. But my again, my heart yearns for the Lions. Okay, yearn. I want to see Dan Campbell on a bender after winning the I Super Bowl. Like I, I need that in my life. I need to see him like shotgun a beer right afterwards. Oh God! Imagine Chase Lucas celebrating a Super Bowl, man. I think that. Well, that's where I'm going. All right, I think Chase it. Lucas and the Detroit Lions get it done. I think. The Detroit Lions and that fan base, man, they have... I hope you're right. They've earned it, man. They I hope you're right. earned it. Look, I'm going the Detroit Lions. He's going the San Francisco 49ers and Brandon Ayuk, and that's all fine because regardless of who you're picking, you can make that bet over on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Make some money on who you think is headed to the Super Bowl, or if you want to already place a bet on the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure you could do that too. They have it all over on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. And if you haven't signed up yet, they still have a phenomenal offer for you guys that you can take advantage of and get some free money. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and then place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. Once you have placed a bet, you're going to receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. And it is that time of the week for a BetMGM parlay pick. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to keep it with the NFL. I'm rocking with the Detroit Lions. And then on the flip side, I'm rocking with the Baltimore Ravens coming right. out of the AFC. Give me that matchup between Harbaugh and Campbell, Lamar and Goff, Chase Lucas, Marlon Humphrey, whoever you want to throw on the other side for the Baltimore Ravens. That is my BetMGM parlay picks, guys. Just to recap that offer for you, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5, and you guys are going to receive $158 instantly 
in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And Allison Damon, talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Now, once you've won that money on the BetMGM Sportsbook app, you're going to need a place to put it, and there's no better place than Desert Financial Credit Union, guys. They are the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University, and they've been doing it for quite some time, so you know you could trust them for more than 80, 40 years. Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives Better. Look to Desert Financial for checking and saving accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and plenty more. Now is the time to show your ASU team spirit. Open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. We got Clint in the chat. I love Clint. Clint's just a Beavs fan who hops in here from time to he time. He forks up though. He's awesome. He's on the way. He's awesome. And I'll be honest, he has one of the best youtube profile pictures out there yeah anybody listening on audio if you haven't already hopped on over to the youtube check out clint's profile picture because it really does go hard okay and i think it's in memory of oregon state and the pac-12 r.i.p it is what it is it is what it is like i know there were a bunch of arizona and arizona state fans in the chat talking pac-12 basketball and that's what we're going to do here in a second first off Hit that like button again. Hit that subscribe button. Like I said, we appreciate ASU fans and everybody else in the chat. Donald, Sharon, Short Bus. Short Bus is now a PHNX diehard. That happened over the weekend. It was awesome, guys. And if you are an Arizona State fan or an Arizona Wildcat, highly encourage you guys to go to gophnx.com today. Become a diehard. Sign up. You're going to get access to that diehard Discord where it's not just ASU chats. There's Wildcat, Coyotes, Diamondbacks, Cardinals, Suns. We have it all. The fan base is constantly going crazy in those chats. And if that's not enough, we got deals on events, merch, exclusive content, and so much more. Like I said, go to gophnx.com today. Check it out for yourself. And if you don't believe me, ask Sharon, Donald, everybody else, short Short bus in the chat who have become diehards. Uh, it's been awesome to have Short Bus and add him to that diehard list. Do we agree with Clint that I deserve a bigger bubble? I mean, yeah, we can give you a bigger bubble. We can, okay, yeah, something like that. There we go. Wow, no, I'm not gonna go that. Big. Wow, That's you're like much. my you're like my conscience. That's kind of what <laughs> that it's is like. Kind of funny. I don't know if I've earned that big of a bubble yet. That's fine. We'll go a little smaller. Well, we'll see. We'll see how big the bubble gets. But first, let's go ahead get to our pack. 12 power rankings this week. Eric, let's start with you, man. I know we were going back and forth this morning. We were kind of dissecting what we thought everything was going to look like. But where do you have Arizona here in the Pac-12? All right. Okay. 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 I am an unbiased journalist at heart. Okay. Mm. So U of A back up at number one. It was an impressive win over the weekend. That's as much as I'll say about that. (laughs) Colorado bouncing back a little bit after faltering. And I would say they're still sitting strong. But I did have to think about it. I'm going to be honest with you because Arizona State University, man, that game against USC, they absolutely suffocated them. I just don't know how much more that is about USC than it is ASU. However, still really good in the Pac-12 rankings and a much better weekend than Oregon. 
Oregon yeah. dropping both of their games, so they dropped down to four for me. So I got U of A, Colorado, Arizona State, Oregon. Then we're going to go to Utah. They're hanging steady. They're they're pretty average, but like we talked about before the show, the top and then the middle and the fall off is kind of crazy. Only half a game. Yeah. We got Wazoo sitting in sixth, Stanford in seventh, Washington in eighth, UCLA at nine, USC at 10, Cal at 11, and Oregon State now at the very bottom. Bottom of the barrel. In 12. Sorry, Clint. I'm sorry. Look, man. before before we get to my graphic, out of those teams mm-hmm. on your graphic, which one do you think has the most potential to rise this week? Most potential to rise. Ooh. Who's playing who? That's So you my got the question. Arizona schools playing the Oregon schools. Then I next. think I, I honestly I'm looking at Arizona State and Oregon because if Oregon can can take down the Arizona schools, then they're gonna jump right back up. I know four isn't too low. Yeah, but they have been sitting near the top, and this is the lowest they've been in a little bit. So I feel like a really good bounce back week for Oregon. Not to cut you off, but I, I feel no, no, like that'd yeah. be pretty important for them. No, you're you're absolutely right, JJ in the chat. Crazy to think ASU should have and could have headed to Eugene with a six and one record. Absolutely, ASU. We this is actually something we were talking about uh, earlier, just in terms of the fact that if you beat UCLA, which a game you should have won, definitely, then you are headed to Eugene with the top spot in the pack. Um, So that obviously hurts. But let's go ahead and take a look at what I have for this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. Similar to you, Eric, I've got the Arizona Wildcats back at one. An impressive comeback victory over a bad UCLA team. Now that's, again, UCLA is not a very good basketball team. They beat the Sun Devils. They had a big lead over Arizona, so I'm interested to see how the rest of that season goes. But if you're an Arizona Wildcats fan, I know you're number one. At a certain point, you might start to get a little nervous because you had that Stanford loss, you had the Washington State loss, and now you're starting to shake in your boots a little bit because UCLA had you on the ropes. I've got Colorado at two, an impressive weekend for them, obviously, with the big win over Oregon, handing them their first conference loss of the season. Oregon would then lose to Utah. That's why I have them at three. Arizona State split this weekend with the L.A. schools. Massive, massive victory over USC. And I was talking to Eric about this a little bit earlier. How many teams in the conference and in the country can say they have a nucleus of four guys? Jose Perez, Frankie Collins, Adam Miller, Jemiah Neal, any one of them can go for 20 a night. Now, if you are able to get the kind of performance from the Sun Devils nucleus like you got this past week, specifically against USC, then I think the Sun Devils are a dangerous, dangerous team. I've got Utah at five. They didn't move, although they did have an impressive weekend themselves. They only beat Oregon uh, by a handful of points. I am curious to see how Utah handles these Washington schools coming to town. Uh, And and when it comes to Stanford, Stanford on the rise from eight to six in this week's Pac-12 power rankings. I Look, this is a a team that I still just, I don't know what to think of Stanford because they had a, a pretty unique non-conference slate they didn't look good at all but here they are five and three in conference play just a half game back from the top so we'll see what Stanford can accomplish got Wazoo at seven Washington at eight like I said they get a dance with uh, Utah and I believe also Colorado this weekend I've got UCLA at nine they jump up now part of that jump off obviously the big win uh, over Arizona State and then they had a hell of a half <laughs> against the Wildcats, but you got to put two halves together if you want to move up more. Cal, congratulations. You are no longer the bums of the conference going from 12 to 10. Now, don't make me regret that. Cal, you are 3-5 and five in conference play. Okay, so just because you move from 12 to 10 doesn't mean you're good. You're just less ass than everybody else. USC, you are 11 because, oh my goodness, 
I don't know if it's time to put the blame on the coaching staff for this one because they have athletes. They have talent. They just can't seem to get it done. I don't know what to tell you. You have them dropping four spots, which is pretty pretty significant. You lost, you lost both games, and Arizona State beat you bad. Oregon State, though, you claim the final spot in the Pac-12, number 12 in the power rankings. They have lost five in a row. They haven't won a game on the road, and they are 1-6 and six in conference play, and it doesn't get any easier for the Beavs. They've obviously got Arizona and Arizona State this week, so could be a real rough weekend if you are an Oregon State basketball fan, but we know those are few and far between. Guys, head to the comments. Let us know what you think of this week's Pac-12 power rankings, but that's going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Devil Show. JJ in the chat, Celebunge stock rising. Last thing I'll say about ASU basketball, Bryant Celebunge with a hell of a game against USC. I believe had nine offensive rebounds. If you get the minutes out of him that you got on Saturday against USC, then that is going to be a very interesting team. But like I said, that's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate everybody in the chat. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button on your way out. Guys, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils on social. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow Eric Bubble Ruby at Eric Ruby on social. That is Eric with a K. Two things before we get out of here. Not to mention, we will be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. But go Devils and peace.